He sends his word and melts the snow. The fields no longer mourn. He calls the warmer gales to blow and bids the spring return. From the English hymn writer Isaac Watts, 1674 to 1748. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for March 3rd to 10th, 2017, the first quarter of the worm moon. And here are some natural events for this quarter moon. As winter backs down, some of its aggravations still hang on, and no self-respecting almanac should be without a few home remedies. So here we go. The first and foremost is that winter virus that sticks around like a burr on a dog's back. Maybe it's the flu or a cold or just a bug of some kind. Who knows? Even the experts don't agree. At our house, we like to treat it with the old standards of elderberry syrup, chicken soup, and rest, with perhaps a wee dram of ardent spirits in the evening. Add a little honey and lemon, if you like. If that doesn't work, we'll try the direct opposite, drinking just water with vigorous exercise and working up a good sweat to burn up the bug and push it out through the pores. The next hibernal aggravation is the dryness of the house and everything in it. A very light coat of olive oil or sesame oil can soothe the skin. For those painful cracks on the hands, good old bag balm or petroleum jelly seems to help. Some say to wear gloves at night, but we're already sick of wearing gloves in the daytime, so why multiply the misery? And by the way, if you wear leather boots, probably some of us still do, that same bag bomb or petroleum jelly worked into the leather will soften and polish them up in fine shape. If you have musical instruments, you might want to put half an apple or a potato right in the case with your guitar or fiddle to keep them from cracking too. And of course, it helps to keep a pot of or a kettle of water steaming on the wood stove. Next, we may find that living and working through the winter in close quarters with other mortals can be an aggravation. Well, what to do? A wise friend once said to me, be careful pointing fingers. It's probably not always a beautiful dream living and working with you either. So take it easy. That's the rule. Old-fashioned politeness, pleases and thank yous go a long way when the specter of cabin fever lurks in the shadows. So try trading your customary chores, or try planting seeds together on the windowsill, or singing or dancing or playing music, and long walks and talks together outdoors. Other home remedies for late winter malaise include observing a digital Sabbath, no internet one day a week, putting the newspaper from the front door directly into the wood stove without reading it, cleaning out closets and other forgotten hideaways, and becoming a major local distributor for hugs and pats on the back. Winter may not be gone yet, but we can see its backside from here. And here's a field and forest report. We're seeing numbers of robins feeding in the mountain ash and choke cherry trees, blue jays too, 
Starlings are flocking here on Moose Island, and when we see starlings, then red wings and grackles cannot be far behind. Goldfinches, chickadees, and surprising numbers of red-breasted nuthatches visit the feeders, while small sparrows with a rufous patch on the head creep around on the ground, picking up what the others have dropped. Fox sparrow? Tree sparrow? Let us know what you're seeing. And here's a rank opinion. While the ice begins to break up on rivers and streams, we fervently hope that the same will happen in the frozen halls of Congress and legislatures all over the country. They've been locked up far too long by fear of shadowy enemies and outrage at each other. A static and stymied government only hurts us and helps our enemies. And let us be clear, the greatest dangers to us are not terrorists or refugees or immigrants, but rather our unfounded fears and rages, impatience and petty partisanship, and the callous indifference to the pain of the rest of the world. The ice will break as it always does, and change will come. Will the spring floods lift all boats and carry them forward, or dash the ship of state to wreckage upon the rocks? That will be up to all of us. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you. First comes from James McHenry, who was a delegate to the Constitutional Convention in 1787. He wrote, A lady asked Dr. Franklin, What you have given us, a republic or a monarchy? And Dr. Franklin replied, A republic, if you can keep it. And from humorous Will Rogers, 1879 to 1935. If pro is the opposite of con, what is the opposite of Congress? Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>